Well, it is that time of the year. Once again, the football themes are back and ready to preview the NFL playoffs, and we couldn't be more excited. It's another awesome field this year. It was an interesting regular season. A lot of stuff happened, but there was a lot of boring primetime games, and we're praying that that payoff will be a great postseason. So I'm here with my stack guy from Ranking the Quarterbacks, JP, to kind of break down the whole playoffs and everything that will come with it. JP, are you looking forward to this postseason this year? Yes, because I have a team that's actually <laughs> participating. How, how how long has that been since that happened? Six years. Oof. And that one didn't go so well, did it? No, we lost 38-13. And that was the boat curse, right, with Odell? Yep. So, yeah, hopefully things go a little bit better than that. Um, is anybody still on the Giants from that team? Uh, Sterling Shepard is the only remaining person. And he's not really he, on the team because he, he's dead. He, yeah, he is dead. So there might be, like, a random person, but I'm – Fairly certain it's just him. Interesting. All right. Well, so, yeah, I mean, my team's in it as well. Um, after a d- devastating uh, – ex- well, not exit, but devastating close to the end of last regular season to not make the playoffs. And I am probably more sad that we're in it this year because it's just going to be really upsetting. Uh, but we'll talk about it all as we go along. Our plan here quickly is to go through each game, talk about it a little bit, give our uh, predictions and whatnot. We'll eventually conclude it with our Super Bowl champion picks, and uh, we'll have a little bit of surprises along the way. We'll talk about um, some breakout performers and things like that. Uh, just you'll have to listen to find out what we're going to talk about because I don't know what we're going to talk about. It's kind of kind of playing by ear here. So, all right. That being said, we will go game by game, kicking things off with our Saturday afternoon game. Always an interesting one. Uh, they gave this slot this year to the Niners and Seahawks. To me, this game is probably one of the least interesting on the slate, um, along with the Bills-Dolphins. Um, but do you think, JP, that Geno has any relative chance of keeping this game competitive? No. <laughs> All right. That's the astute analysis we came here for. But, I mean, I agree. Um, I think the Niners are just a powerhouse. I think the Seahawks kind of lucked their way into the playoffs a little bit. They were a lot of fun in the beginning of the season. They were, Gino, yeah, they were like 7-4. Yeah, and then Gino then. was a good story. Like Things were working out well, but by the end of the season, things were just not going well, and they just kind of backed their way in. It, the Lions should be playing in this game. Um, if it were the best teams in the NFC, uh, it would be the Lions. They kind of deserve it more. The Lions just choked a few games away, like that Bills Thanksgiving game, and there was a few of them. They deserve the spot, but I just think the Seahawks are on a different class than the 49ers. I don't think uh, there's another way to put it. I mean, you said no. Do they have any chance? But can you see any avenue at all where, like, they're competitive, maybe? I mean, yeah, I can see it being, like, competitive, like, early on and stuff, but I think that – I don't think Geno's going to get exposed, but I, I think that, like, that Niners powerhouse defense is going to appropriately humble this team. Yeah, I think that Niners defense is one of the best units in like the entire playoffs. And and that's where things are going to get scary. They're on a ten game win streak. Their offense is clicking. Their defense is like one of the best in football, if not the best. I think I, I think they're going to win this game by a lot. I wouldn't be surprised if it was close early on, but I think at the end, like it's ultimately going like not going to be very close. Yeah, and especially with the Niners, they got their guys coming back. Uh, look, they have McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell is now back in the fold. Debo's back and healthy. 
Uh, they have a welcome back, Brandon Ayuk. Welcome back. George yeah. Kittle. The only question is Brock Purdy. And we're two people who have been hyping him up all throughout the year. We've loved what we've seen. Do you think – we've alluded to this on the quarterback podcast as well, but do you think when the lights are brightest, a rookie quarterback, Mr. Irrelevant, will be able to perform and do what he needs to do to carry this Niners team to a win here and throughout the rest of the postseason? I think he could definitely carry them to a win, and I could see them making a run in the postseason because the team is so good. All they're going to need from Purdy is to just limit turnovers. And like, not make mistakes. Throughout is like – Throughout the season, like he threw 13 touchdowns to only four interceptions, which for a rookie is a great ratio and only like what four or five starts. And if he could just like play even like similar to that, like even if he doesn't throw as many touchdowns, if he just limits the turnovers like he has been, I could see them making a, a serious run. Yeah. And I don't, th- I think he's lucky he's kind of this team's kind of set up the way it is in the NFC because if he got into a game with, I think, um, well, maybe it could happen in the Super Bowl, but we'll just talk. Uh, NFC picture right now, but if you got into a shootout with like the Bengals, the Bills, the Chiefs, I don't know if Brock Purdy is good enough to keep up, but I don't see any NFC team really like playing that type of game. I mean, maybe nah. the maybe the Vikings, maybe, but like that's about it. And I don't think the Vikings are good, so I don't think that's a concern. Uh, so I think the Niners definitely have some high prospects. Um, I think they're almost certainly a lock to win this game. Um, our next game on Saturday. Um, maybe the game of the weekend, if you ask me. I'm probably the most intrigued by this game and this matchup of two first-time NFL playoff quarterbacks. Uh, we have the Chargers taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, if you had to pick one of these young quarterbacks, Herbo, Trevor Lawrence, who do you think is like the guy you'd want on your team right now? I go Herbo. Yeah, obviously that that's I agree. I mean, I had to ask you because we all know my answer. I'm going Herbo here, but I mean, you can't go wrong with either of the guys. They've both been awesome this year, and it's really going to be it's like the perfect matchup for Super Wild Card Weekend, right? The guys you want, like a fun, two fun pass heavy quarterbacks. Um, both of these teams are very interesting. They have a lot to. I don't want to say a lot on the line, but a lot to play for because they're, I mean, they haven't been relevant in a while. So uh, I don't know. I guess I, I'm talking from a perspective of the resident Herbo fan here. Uh, so I feel like they're going to win, but do you have a grasp of what is going to happen in this game? No, not at all. <laughs> I, I really don't know what to expect because the Jaguars, like they somehow snuck their way into the playoffs. Like I, I'm shocked that they even made it here. They won their last five. They were four and eight. They won their last five. So they're on a roll. But I think the Jaguars are uh, – sorry. I think the Chargers are just, a, like, a far better team. But, like, I don't even know if I, I believe that. Yeah. Like, they're, I feel like this is, like, one of the most evenly matched up, like, games, like, in playoffs in a while. What worries me, too, is I just think the Jaguars have a huge coaching advantage. Um, yeah, that's true. As much as I could – talk about i love the analytics whatever i love i used to love the I, the concepts of brandon staley and going for it very often but like he just he first of all he abandoned that and second of all he just proved to just be an awful coach ever since then but they lost to the, they tried to win last week and they lost to the broncos yeah like he was the new shiny thing like when he first started as a coach and it was like pretty cool and i loved him but like he's just a really bad coach and like part of me wonders it's like 
they almost might be better off losing this game so they could justify firing him. Because if they go on a run, it's definitely going to be in spite of him. And because of the greatness of Herbo and some of the other guys that they have on their team. Um, but yeah, I think I, I hope Staley's incompetence in week 18 doesn't cost the team here because they're probably not going to, well, it's up in the air, but they might not have Mike Williams. I don't know how the status of a healthy Joey Bosa or not because he got hurt in that game again. Um, and I just think it, it's just so stupid because I would have went into this easily picking the Chargers. I'm still picking the Chargers here because I just have to at this point. I'm stuck on the Herbo bandwagon, um, and I can't just abandon it now. But part of me really thinks the Jags have a chance in this game. Uh, who do you like? Who do you think is going to come out? I'm like so like 50-50 conflicted on this one. I think um, I literally – I. I on my little bracket thing here, I flipped maybe three times in the past <laughs> 15 minutes on them. I think I'm going to take Jacksonville. I don't blame you. Like, I don't think it's going to be, like, Trevor Lawrence outplays Herbo, but I think, like, the coaching advantage, like, and, like, they're running the hot hand. They won their last five to get into the playoffs. Like, I think they could, uh, you know, maybe yeah. squeak out a win. It, I mean, it won't be pretty, and it won't be a blowout. It's nice that this is both of their first – I mean, again, we said this in the quarterback podcast, but, like, this technically isn't Trevor Lawrence's first playoff game. Like, obviously it is. But like, one, he he won a natty. Like, he's been in high-pressure situations before in college. And two, he was basically in a playoff game and got the nerves out last week. I, obviously, it wasn't a real playoff game, but it basically had the same feel. He didn't play that well either, but he I hope he got, like, his jitter. Right, that's the thing. And Herbert, who knows, might have to work through that type of thing. I mean, he was never in a college playoff game. Like, he never had played in that level of a game in college. And he's never played on that uh, level of a game and a pro i personally i just believe in him i think he can pull through but all signs point towards the jags here um i, ha- I was talking to a couple of my friends about uh, a take i had about this um it kind of will go into my belief of future as we talk about the playoff bracket but i think either the jags are winning this game or justin herbert is beating the homes that's illusion i'll talk about that a little bit more as we go on um, but that's just kind of how I feel about things. I think if he's able to get through his jitters and work things out and they somehow survive this game, I think there's an upset brewing. But we'll talk about that later. Uh, for now, I'm picking the Chargers just because I have to. That's basically where I'm at. Um, next game, we're moving on into our Sunday territory. And I said I said the Niners-Seahawks game was probably the worst game of the weekend, but that's not true. I mean – the Buffalo Miami game is god awful. I don't even know how much analysis we can give here. Two is not playing. Doesn't seem like Teddy Bridgewater's playing. Skylar Thompson plays. They're losing by like thirty. I mean, I don't. This game's gonna be over at like halftime. I don't see how the Dolphins can keep this competitive. It's really sad because I loved the Dolphins all year, but I mean, it was the right decision. Tua cannot play anymore this year. They have to figure out what's going on with his head, literally, and before they can make a call whether or not he can return and even play football ever again. Um, um, I was saying this to you earlier. I do wish we got to see Teddy. I think it could have been a little more interesting. I would have loved that. Yeah, I mean, I still don't think they would have had a chance, but Teddy's, like, smart enough to keep things competitive. It would have been at least a little bit interesting. But Skylar Thompson's one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen. Um, I guess the only question I really have for you here is, do you think the Dolphins win or lose by less than 20? Uh, I think they lose by more than. <laughs> I I mean I think it's gonna be like a thirty-eight to like thirteen 
like ten ish finish. Yeah, and I think I think Demar Hamlin's like on the sideline for this game. Like, yeah, they're gonna be like. I, if I'm the Bills, honestly, I might be like you know, Demar, like stay home, rest up, and come to the sideline for like the next game. Like motivate yeah. us then. We might need some motivation. Like we don't know who we're gonna be playing. Yeah, if they get all the Demar <laughs> motivation out this game, like it might be wasted. Exactly. Uh, but that's just me. Uh, I don't know if that's the right thing to do, but that's what I would do. Um, like, how could you tell him to stay home? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You can't like tomorrow, man. <laughs> like, yeah, I know you're out of the hospital, but like, don't come. Yeah, you can't do that. But that's if that's my head. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have too much to say here. I mean, we talked about on the QBs, but Tyreek and Jalen Waddle are the best, one of the best wide receiver duos you can have, and they're just going to go to waste. They're not going to really be able to use them with a shitty quarterback like that. I don't think the Dolphins' defense is any good. I just don't see any. How's the Dolphins running? Uh, it's pretty. They, I, they have who? I think Jeff Mo- Wilson and Mostert. And Mostert's banged up. Wilson's banged up. It's just they're. It just sucks. It's. They're gonna need to run like slants and yeah. screens. Like that's the only and hope that like the mobility yeah. of these two guys are. Like, hope able Allen to makes mistakes. Like I just don't understand. I don't see any path to victory for them. No. Uh, really. It's very unfortunate. But what are you gonna do? Uh, moving into. Sunday fun day territory with the next two games. Uh, our next game is your New York football giants against the shitty Minnesota Vikings. I'll let you kind of take the reins here and what you expect and what you're hoping for in this game. Uh, so I'm going to go based off of the last time these two teams played on Christmas Eve. It was, it was a very close game. It came down to the last second field goal win by Minnesota after the giants tied it up late and went for two. And we lost on a 61-yard, back-breaking, devastation <laughs> field goal. This happens, like, every few years for the Giants, like, in 2017. I'll say it happens at least a couple times a year. <laughs> in 2017, there was, like, a 61-yarder a by a rookie, Jake Elliott. Ruined my life. 2018, there was, like, a 63-yarder by our now kicker, Graham Gano. I, I think I read a stat. I don't know if you told me or I heard it somewhere, but it's, like, there's been, like, Six or like it's been like eight game winning sixty yard field goals in NFL history, and like four of them have been against the Giants in like the past five years. Yep, I'm pretty sure that's like a real stat. Yep, it's ridiculous. But the fact that we played them so close, and you know the the offense for the Giants, the last time we had our starters in, it really clicked. I know it was against the shitty Colts, but I think it's it was a good confidence boost for our squad, and I think low key. The Vikings went thirteen and four. I think they're kind of frauds. Kind of. I, I'm being nice. I'm. I'm not. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to be the type of guy that's like, yeah, they fucking suck, and then they I, just I'll, destroy us. I'll be that guy for you because my team's not playing them. They fucking suck and are frauds. Like they're not good. They had a minus three point differential, but they finished nine games above five hundred. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, I'm saying that they're not good. They're frauds. Whatever. But, like, no offense, your team's not good either. You're just extremely well-coached and well-run and we, well-put we together. the close game. And, like, and that's, that's, what, that's what that's how good coaching you guys, the team. Exactly. You guys win in spite of the talent you have, whereas the Vikings have all the talent in the world, but they just stink. Like, they don't have any defense. They Give have, us their roster with our coaching, we'd go undefeated. Right. And that's where this game and picking it and trying to pick a winner gets interesting. Give me Brian Dayball any day of the week and give me any team that's not that doesn't have Kirk Cousins as a starting quarterback. I don't like yeah, I don't trust him in like a like against him. I don't think he's going to do well in this because he, it's basically a primetime game. Yeah, I'm still not a believer in Daniel Jones by any means. I know a lot of people are starting to believe uh, that won't be me, but 
I just I believe in Saquon and I believe in this defense and I believe in your coaching and as long as Wink Martindale doesn't fuck everything up, which yeah. he very well could because he stinks. You know, I saw a report that like teams are requesting to interview him for head. Coach yeah, there was it was like that for the Ravens too, and it was just baffling. It's like why? I well, mean, he's I was like I would say he's done a good job for you guys, but like for us, it was like I don't leave and then <laughs> please leave and then he went to you guys we're like thank God and people were always like yeah like I think the reason. Uh, which I definitely agree with. I think he would be a pretty good head coach, more more so than uh, defensive coordinator, because the guy is awesome. Like he's a motivator. Like he can, I think he could lead very well. I just don't think he can call a good defense because he just loves blitzing, and I hate it. Sometimes you just don't need to blitz, buddy. Uh, but um, what I was getting at, um, I think this could be a game too, where it just comes down to who has the star performance between Saquon and Justin Jefferson. I mean. Justin Jefferson could have 250 yards receiving in this game. Like, it's very possible. And at that point, what are the Giants going to do? Like, all you can't – Like, our, our defense is good, but, like, I don't know if they're good to shut him well, down. They didn't, he, they didn't last time you guys played. Not, not he not went good. off and had a huge game. So, But, like, we just have to keep up with them. That's our thing. Like, and he, you're not going to be able to do that without Saquon. That's right. If they shut down Saquon, like, we don't have right. the receivers right. to open up, like – the long yeah. game to open up the run game after that. And Saquon did go toe-to-toe with him last game. He had a huge touchdown and they went back and forth and I think that's what kept you in it. He just has to do that. I mean, I think he can do it, um, but I just don't see how you generate enough offense. I mean, maybe Daniel Jones can run for like his 80 what? yards and a touchdown. Yeah, but we're going to need like a, a performance. Yeah, I just don't see Vic. I just don't see Richie James coming up huge in the playoffs. What about uh, Isaiah Hodges? I, he's actually not that bad. They actually <laughs> just signed yeah. uh, James Washington. Yeah, like, I mean, what are we? I mean, <laughs> I mean, Kenny Galladay, I mean, can he ride? Can he stay hot? Like, that's the type of things we're talking stay about hot. here. He had like two catches last game. Like, <laughs> and one of them was like a crazy, like, lucky touchdown. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, I am picking the Giants here, not that I'm happy about it, but because I just I will never pick Kirk Cousins. So um, That's fair. I do think that the it's weird. I don't know if you've gotten this sense. I don't know if you have like the same. I I like come at it from a gambler's perspective too, and just like everything I hear, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of like ESPN talk shows, whatever. I think everybody likes the Giants in this game. Like a lot. I don't know if you've kind of felt the same way. I, I have felt the same way. I've noticed a lot of analysts picking them, which like isn't good. I just want you to the Giants. Know. We like thrive when we're the underdogs exactly. in this situation, and if we're not the underdogs, like I think everyone has caught on to the fact that like the Vikings kind of stink, and like that that kind of gives me pause. And like it's like, oh. but like they do have Justin Jefferson. So every, like every time the Giants are like projected, to yeah. Win. Like I know this was a long time ago, like you know the mid two thousands, late two thousands, like. Every time the Giants were projected to win, we would get crushed. And then the one season we were projected to lose every playoff game, we beat the undefeated Patriots. Yeah. Like, it, there's – So when uh, you, we need something to break the chain. I'm going to flip mid-podcast here. I'm going to be rooting for the Giants just because, again, I just – I hate Kirk. I just don't want to see him succeed. I just think they're going to win because it's just – For the Vikings? Yeah, I don't know. Something's – I, you're not going to be happy. Like, we can't both be, like, rooting for the Giants and they win. That that won't happen. <laughs> like, it just... If you didn't flip now, you were going to flip later, so I'm glad you just <laughs> Get got it out, out of the way. way 
But like, hey, I'm rooting for you at least. Like that that means something, right? Appreciate it. <laughs> and it won't go anywhere. I'll probably be rooting for the Vikings by game day. So I wish I was. You want to borrow my Kirk jersey? Yeah, I might. I might need to. I wish I was watching it. With I, don't, you. I don't know which Eli jersey I should wear. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you want to say about this game before we move on? Uh, let's go Giants. It's really it. All right. Well, God, God, please for my my, <laughs> my sanity. From let's go Giants to let's go Ravens. Uh, the Ravens will be taking on the Cincinnati Bungles on Sunday Night Football for whatever reason. Uh, Lamar officially declared he will not be suiting up, uh, which is very saddening. But he's gone. No, dude, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm just please. <laughs> he came out on Twitter today and like. I really do think he's hurt. Like, seeing him tweet and, like, be like, hey, guys, like, my knee hurts. Like, that was nice. Actually hearing his voice. Not, like, not, like actually hearing his voice, but you know what I mean. A direct communication. Yeah, like, I don't know. I I still think there's a future, maybe. I can't, I can't go into this playoff game thinking there's no future with Lamar, at least. Like, I've already kind of accepted the fact that we're probably going to lose. So, like, I can't also think that. I'm losing my quarterback. Um, that's my last note on that before we actually talk about the game. Um, coming in from a Ravens perspective, obviously we're, we're 10 point underdogs. We definitely don't have a great shot, uh, but there is a lot of history obviously between the Ravens and Bengals. Um, obviously we also played last week in a game that seemed like a blowout, but realistically, if Anthony Brown wasn't the worst quarterback I've ever seen, uh, might've been a lot closer there was a lot of beef. I don't know if you followed it, JP, but there's been a lot of beef between the Bengals and Ravens on Twitter and whatnot this past week. Uh, the Bengals... Who's, uh, who's talking shit? The Bengals are really unhappy with the way our third stringers were playing and how dirty they were. And we're just like, dude, like, these are our third stringers. Like, what are you... What are you like, you beating up on, like, third stringers. Like, what? They're beefing with people who are just going to be, like, holding clipboards up. Yeah, game. it's like, guys... I don't know. It was pissing me off. It's like they're then they were like gloating. They were like they were playing this whole high and mighty card about the fucking coin flip too. And they're like, we shouldn't have to do this. It's like, guys, can you like you're you're being John T here? Can you like talk about how like there's an unprecedented situation that occurred and like can you be willing to adjust? Like, who says you would have won that uh, Bills game if it happened? Like, why do you feel like you're being wronged here? Well, I guess with the John T logic, they were up seventeen. But, like, <laughs> I don't know. There's a whole – they've just been so annoying this whole past seven days. They think they're such hot shit. Uh, our defense is so fucking good, and I think we might beat the shit out of them on defense. I think we're actually going to make it a close game. I don't know if we win. I'm obviously going to pick the Ravens to win because I have to. I do genuinely think it's going to be close and it's going to be competitive because our defense is just that good. And ever since we got Roquan Smith – and signed him to that extension. that signed him to an extension this week. We truly believe in him and realize how important he is to our defense. Um, I really do think we're going to be competitive. I'll turn it over to you for an unbiased opinion. But unbiased opinion, I think. No offense, I think you guys are going to lose. I, mean, I don't. I don't have any predictions on what the score will be. I think it, it could be close. Who's starting for you guys? Honestly? Probably Huntley. Huntley. For the love of God, he's <laughs> for the love of God. Like he's okay, like he's fine, but like in the playoffs, like the Bengals, like they're like kind of. I feel like they're gonna be like on the revenge tour, like type of mentality because like they made it to the Super Bowl. They're such they, losers. They lost in like heartbreaking fashion, like late game. 
I don't know. And like you guys, like you guys don't have like you guys have like a good defense, but like I don't know. I just don't see you guys coming out to win on this one. Yeah, I'm gonna pick against them every game in the postseason again because that's what I did last year, and I'm doing it again. I just don't like anybody on that team. I don't like their attitudes. I think they're all losers. I think they're all frauds. And if I mean, you know the NFL wants the Bills Bengals rematch, oh, so. For sure. Sometimes fate doesn't come through. Someone's gonna have to ruin it, and the Beng- uh, the Dolphins certainly aren't. So the NFL is scripted. Yeah, I think it's too scripted though. So that's my take. Ravens on top. <laughs> what happened, Bengals? That's what's happening. Just say Bengals. Um. Oh yeah, that's me. Um. So yeah, last game Monday night, Tampa Bay taking on. Uh. Taking on who? Dallas. Taking on Dallas in the Dan Mathon versus Timmy J. Bowl. It's uh, it's in Tampa. It's in uh, Dan and Dan Hunter's apartment. house. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's home field advantage. Over um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're looking forward to this one. Um, I I think this is maybe my second favorite game on the slate. Um, taking out team biases, of course. Um, just because of, I feel like logic points towards. I mean, Dallas should win, but like then it's just like, oh wait, it's it's Tom Brady. Like right. he always finds a way to win this bullshit. Like, and we've talked about it. I think Dallas is kind of fraudulent too. I don't think they have a lot of talent. I think Dak's pretty bad. So, what do you ha- what do you kind of think uh, with this game coming up? I think it's gonna be like a really ugly game. Like, not ugly as in like you know the teams beating up on each other. Ugly as in just like bad football. Yeah. I think it's going to ultimately – I think Tom Brady and the Bucs are going to come out with the win. I agree. Like, the the Cowboys were trying so hard to win last week, and they threw up six points on the Commanders with Sam Howell. <laughs> Pretty like, pathetic. Like, the the Bucs lost but they, they, last week, but they took out their starters, like, at half, or like probably even before that. Like, I don't know. They just have the weapons. If, like, their offense clicks, like, I feel like, you know, they have the weapons for that to happen. And I think it will. I, I think the Cowboys are like fine, but I I don't know. I it's Tom Brady. And he, Tom, he, he, just, he just wins these. And he owns he games. owns the Cowboys. He, yeah, he's undefeated again. Yeah, them, the so. Bucks are getting a couple of their offensive linemen back too, which is pretty huge. I know they got that Worfs guy back. Oh, he's good. I think Ryan Jensen. Can you confirm real quick while I talk a little bit if he's coming back too? He's their center. He's a former Raven. He's awesome. If he's back, I'm like locking in my Bucks pick. If not, I'm still picking them. I just think it's, again, one of these games that Tom Brady finds a way to win. It's not often I'm going to pick Tom Brady because I also don't like Dallas, so it works perfectly here. So I can pick them, and they can just lose next week, and then that'll be fine. I got my Tom Brady uh, stuff out of the way. But I just think their offense, I don't know. I just don't – I think Dallas is overrated on defense. I think Mike Evans has come alive. Godwin's good. They have running backs. I just think it's going to be hard to stop. I think it's they're going to find a way. I think a lot of people are going to think that – since Tom and the Bucks looked bad to close out the regular season, they're not going to have a chance in this game. And Dallas is the favorite for a reason. And a lot of people like to bet on Dallas. And I'm going Tom. I never. I think this might be the first ever time I've bet on Tom Brady in a playoff game and picking Tom Brady in a playoff game. But I'm finally doing it. I'm manning up, and it's happening. And we're both in agreement there. This is just character development for yeah. both of us. Did you find anything on Jensen for me? I'm seeing it's a game time decision. Which, like, even that, like, the fact that that's possible, give me, give me the books. That's all I needed. Um, Everything I look up for Ryan Jensen, it's just a stupid article of the curious case of Bucks center Ryan Jensen. The curious. Tell me if he's fucking playing or not. He's awesome. 
he's an awesome dude. But that's it. That kind of is our preview for Super Wildcard Weekend. Awesome last year. We're hoping for another awesome Super Wildcard Weekend and rest of the playoffs. So before uh, – we're going to kind of move on now into talking about the rest of the playoff bracket and how we see things playing out. We gave you our winners for Wildcard Weekend, but things don't end there. JP, how do you kind of have the rest of the playoffs playing out in your bracket? Uh, do you want me to give, like, a quick version? Yeah. Or, like, do you want me to go, like, into details on each game? You don't have to go too, too into detail. All right, so the winners that I picked for my divisional round is as follows. We have Kansas City versus Jacksonville, Buffalo versus Cincinnati, Philadelphia versus the Giants, and San Francisco versus Tampa Bay. So we'll talk about all the games we have similar quick. So in our hypothetical scenarios, we have San Francisco and Tampa Bay. I think Brock Purdy rolls through. I agree. Tom Brady yet again. He's done it once before, um, and he will do it again. Yeah, again, this is just us believing in Brock Purdy, and we talked about there is the possibility that he just comes up short eventually, but I just don't think they're going to ask too much of him. I don't think he needs to do too much, and I think Brock Purdy beating Tom Brady twice in one year is the way that this needs to end for me. Um, that would just be awesome. For me. <laughs> uh, Giants-Eagles, do you genuinely think the Giants have a chance in this game if no. that were to happen? I don't think so. You think this is where it comes to an end? Like the last game we played against the Eagles was like kind of close and our backups were in. But like I don't think the Eagles, like Jalen Hurts, I don't think he ran the ball like seriously at all, which like kind of limits their offense because like he's a good passer, don't get me wrong. But like when he, the threat of him like running is like, you know, really – there it changes everything yeah like we they only scored 22 on us and like with the garbage time touchdown we we only lost by six but like the last time we played them like you know team versus team they threw up 48 on us in our own stadium and they're going to be playing you know balls to the wall i think they're going to beat us like they're the better team like you know they're they've been the best team in football all year and i i'm a realistic giants fan i'll, I'll be rooting for them and as a, a fan, I want to say they're going to win, but as a football analyst, I don't, th- I don't think they're going to win. <laughs> yeah, I I kind of agree. Whoever comes out of the Vikings-Giants uh, game, I think, loses to Philly. Yeah. I think Philly, I'm not as high on them as a lot of people, but I still think they find a way to beat whoever comes. I don't like either of those teams, the Giants or the Vikings. So I think whoever ends up winning will lose. Um, the, the Giants will be back, in my opinion. They have roster improvements to make. But the coaching is there. If once we get a better roster, it'll be it'll be a good rivalry for years to come. Yeah. Uh, and then over on the AFC side again, we have the team. You guys, you have the game of destiny between the Bills and Bengals. Who do you, who do you have coming out of that game? I have the Bills. Team of destiny, or yes. anything else? Any other to say about it? Team of destiny. They're just the better team. Like Bengals are good. Bills are better. Yeah. I I had. I did pick the Ravens. I think we are going to beat the frauds, but if we don't beat the frauds, I think the Bills beat the frauds. I think so. I'm I'm picking against the Bengals at all costs. And if the Ravens actually do beat the Bengals, they'll get their ass beat by the Bills. They might lose by 62 in that game. I genuinely think our defense could slow the Bengals. We will not slow the Bills at all. They will destroy us if that happens. Um, and then Chiefs, Chargers. You have the Chiefs. Well, or I, no, you have the Jags. Have the that's Jags, right. But I have the Chiefs beating the Jags. 
Yeah, I I, I couldn't see any chance that the Chiefs lose to the Jags. Um, but you know I'm picking the Chargers over the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are a little complacent this year. Herbert, this is the Herbert rise. This is I've been calling it since before the season, calling it since two years ago. Herbert over Mahomes, so how could I not pick him? Like I, yeah, I couldn't. Right, right, you got I can't. I don't feel great about it. I don't think. I don't think it's a huge possibility, but I'm fucking picking it. Like, let's go Chargers. Ride my dude. Let's go Herbo. I, God, I hate Brandon Staley, <laughs> dude. He stinks. I wish they had a different coach. Free Herbert. It would make me feel so much better. I almost like want them to lose though, so they get a new damn coach. But maybe if, if they win, like they're probably not going to get a new. Coach. Yeah, they can, and that's well, what if sucks. They could somehow finagle Sean Payton. Maybe like, they fire Staley anyway. Yeah, that'd be great. I don't know. It's a shitty situation where you like the love the quarterback and team, but hate the coach. Whatever. I'm picking them over the Chiefs. Don't feel great about it, but like I said, I think if they beat the chart, uh, the Jaguars. I think they could beat Mahomes, but I, I think they might lose to the Jaguars. Who am I to say? Go Chargers. Uh, all right, and then who do you have representing each conference in the Super Bowl? Uh, so I have Buffalo over Kansas City. Wow, Team of Destiny again. Team of Destiny, and I have the Niners over the Eagles. So do you have like a Buffalo gets revenge over the last year's playoff game in your head too oh, type yeah. of thing, and then just oh. riding the – This is like that's when you bring out DeMar Hamlin against the Chiefs. Like – we need the motivation now to be. And that'll guys. be a neutral side game. Yeah, if it ended up being Chiefs Bengals. If it was in Kansas I mean, City, I would probably pick Chiefs again. That's true. Neutral site. It's the latter stadium, but neutral side things are so different there. Who even knows like what the turnout will be? I mean, it's going to be full, but of like what demographic of team? Because they're so far away from Buffalo and Kansas City. Yeah, if it ended up being Chiefs Bills, I think I go Chiefs. Um, I think. Again, I just think Mahomes is the greatest to ever do it. He'll find a way at that point. Um, but I, I'm picking the Chargers over the Bills <laughs> because I, I've, I'm just they're, screwed. They're I'm stuck. I'm stuck there. I'm not going to not pick them. So Chargers over the Bills. Uh, into the NFC, you said you had Niners over the Eagles. Correct. Yeah, I also have the Niners over the Eagles. We're we're um pretty. I think do we have almost the exact same NFC bracket, pretty much, besides the Giants and Vikings fiasco. Yeah, I think the Giants Vikings game is the only one that we have. Yeah. Different. I just don't see a way. I think the Niners are the worst possible matchup for the Eagles. I think the Eagles are good. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know if Hurts can handle that Niners defense and. I don't know if the Niners defense – I mean, the Eagles defense is in the greatest shape to handle the Niners offense. So, yeah. that's kind of where I'm at there. Who do you have winning the Super Bowl? I don't know. Bills, um, Niners. I'm going to pick the Bills. I don't know. Because, <laughs> like, Brock Purdy versus, like, Josh Allen. Like, Josh Allen clears – You'd think, day, like, you'd but think. that defense, it's crazy. And Brock Purdy, like, if he plays clean football, ah, like, he could oh, – I don't want to say – oh, my God. You go first. I mean, I'm picking the Chargers. <laughs> Dumb question. I'm picking the Chargers here. Um, I mean, <laughs> to be fair, if they get here, I'd feel really good about it. Um, the fact that I picked them to beat the Chiefs and the Bills, I think they could beat the Niners. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I'm picking the Bills. 
Yeah, I mean, they're my pick. That's fair. Uh, the four niners going to lose their third Super Bowl in the last, you know, yeah. ten years. Yeah, I think the Niners' formula is good enough to get them through the NFC. I mean, we both have them there. But again, I brought it up earlier. I don't think they're good enough to deal with an offense like the Bills, Chiefs, or Bengals or Chargers. Uh, <laughs> so that's kind of where I'm at. In a more realistic scenario, in my head, I do kind of feel like uh, I've kind of talked through it, even though I keep picking the Chargers and I pick the Ravens. I pick all the teams I want to win. Uh, but I also said I think the Chiefs will beat the Bills. I do kind of foresee a Chiefs-Niners rematch. Um, I think that is my realistic pick if I had to pick it. Um, I think Mahomes does it again and gets another Super Bowl and continues his journey on his way to becoming one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, if not the greatest quarterback of all time. Uh, but I'm picking Chargers-Niners, Chargers over Niners, but – Chiefs Niners is like kind of where I'm at in like if I I see you you brought up the term earlier you're like am I football analyst person I just like can't I can't it's like who I want to win is who I'm picking it sucks I can't separate it uh so it's Chargers I mean the Chargers are gonna do it they're gonna find a way because Herbo's the goat um so yeah that kind of does it for that little portion uh so you have the Bills doing it is Josh Allen your Super Bowl MVP in this scenario yes. Yeah, I I mean Herbal's my Super Bowl MVP, of course, uh, for the LA Chargers. I'm still low key like fifty fifty on who I think would win. Yeah, I'm actually so my take is that I think whoever comes out of the AFC is the Super Bowl champion. Personally, I just don't think the Niners are good enough to beat the AFC mm-hmm. teams. I think they would lose to like all four of the teams that I brought up. I just don't think Brock Purdy's good enough in that aspect because they're gonna need a like high quarterback play at that point, and I don't know. You know, I think that'll be, like, the storyline going into Super Bowl weekend. It's, like, Brock Purdy going up against, like, these the gauntlet of whoever comes out of the AFC. I just don't think he can. I mean, maybe the Niners. These guys are all season vets at this point in, like, four or five years in the league. Like, they have playoff experience in the AFC side. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it could be. I think a, you're right. It could be a situation where, like, the defense of the Niners just takes over the game. And I think what Super really Bowl was that where the Broncos Seahawks, was it, where the defense just dominated or something? Oh, yeah. Broncos, Seahawks, yeah. and Broncos, Panthers, and the Broncos dominated the Panthers. Yeah, the the Broncos, Seahawks, though, was the one I was thinking about with the young Russell Wilson. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, like, can he do this? And it's just like, he just got destroyed. You know, like, it didn't even matter how good. Well, no, young Russell Wilson de- destroyed. Oh, sorry. What? What? I'm thinking of the wrong. Russell Wilson made it to two, two Super Bowls. No, yes. He made it to two Super Bowls in a row. The first one was the Legion of Boom in their prime against the Broncos. Like the oh, best, right. Best and they de- no, I had it back. They rushed yes. the Broncos. Sorry, I had it back. You're right. And, they, and that was Bron- – uh, was that Peyton Broncos, right? That was Peyton Broncos. Yeah, my head still 55 touchdowns that year. Yeah, I had it back. But point still stands. Um, that could be a similar situation where the Legion of Boom dominated Peyton. The Niners defense could just dominate – Mahomes or Allen or whoever, and it doesn't even matter that Brock Purdy stinks. Right. Um, Let's say the Niners were to win the Super Bowl. Who would you think would be the MVP on that team? It could be. I would my my first thought would be like McCaffrey, but I I think Nick Bosa, low key. Yeah, he could just dominate it. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Uh, McCaffrey would be like non. I don't think Purdy wins it. I think no. I think somebody should like dump offs and like screens to McCaffrey that he just like yeah takes up field. All right. Um, before we get into our last segment, I did have one 
little question kind of we've already been talking about it kind of throughout the podcast but like obviously giants and ravens aside is there like a what's your like your ideal scenario how do you want things to play out obviously i want the chargers to win for all that sake they were my pick but also like uh in the similar vein like i kind of would love like a a chiefs win over them i I don't know if it would be like brady or whoever but i i would love just another Mahomes super bowl i think I brought, I brought it up earlier. Just I want him to be the greatest of all time, and that would be a cool way for the season to end, too. I do. Personally, I want, if, if it's not the Giants, I want the Chiefs to win because I have family ties in Kansas City. So, like, they're, like, you know, like I guess technically my second favorite team. Like, I root for them. Like, I don't really care about them. But, like, in this situation, I would root for them. And, like, Mahomes, like, he's just, like, so much fun. Like, some of these plays that he has, like, there was one, I think it was against the Broncos, where he was, like, running and rolling out to the right. He just, like, threw the ball, like, yeah. up. And it just, like, went into, I don't even know the guy's name. Not Jarek McKinnon. Pacheco? No. No, I think it was McKinnon. It was McKinnon, yeah. And, like, he just, like, threw the ball up. Like, it was, like, a kid, like, throwing a hot potato. And it just went into McKinnon's hands, and he took it down to the five. Yeah. Like, they have – it's the Mahomes magic is real. Yeah. And, like, I would love to just see it again. Like Obviously, obviously the Bills, too, would be cool for Hamlin. It would be a great story to close out the year. Yeah. I don't – I know some people don't like the Bills or whatever, but I have nothing against them. I enjoy them. I like Josh Allen. Them winning would be a cool uh, closure to the season. Um, just no Bengals. I can't do that again with them in the Super Bowl. I can't have them. I know a lot of people like I, them. I wouldn't but... hate seeing the, the Bengals in, like, the AFC Championship. Yeah, but they can't get there. Again. Like, I don't. I don't think they will. I can't deal with this again. I uh, don't. I don't know if you agree with this take. Obviously, you have more skin in the game in the NFC. Uh, we both are picked the Niners. I think we both kind of like the Niners and are rooting for them. There's not a single other NFC team that I would even remotely be like excited about or be happy that they made the Super Bowl. Obviously, you have the Giants, but like, see, the problem with the Giants is like the only other team I would be happy if they made the Super Bowl is the Vikings. But we're just playing each other. Right. One. So if they beat us, like, fuck them. Yeah, right. And, like, if we win, like, then they're out. Yeah. So, like, it's like a lose-lose. Yeah, like, I, the Eagles, I know you obviously, NFC East, and, like, don't want them at all. That would probably be my pick if I had to pick uh, other than the Niners. I like Hurts. I think it would be a cool story. Um, Everyone thought two years ago that he was ass, and now he's in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but they also already won one recently. Like they don't need to win again, so I don't know. Right, I'm more Team AFC here, as long as it's not the Bengals. Um, all right, and then we're closing it out. Just a couple players we're kind of excited about. Think we have a good chance to see them break out in the playoffs. Um, is there anyone right off the top of your head that you think could have a breakout performance this year? Uh, McCaffrey. Yeah, I definitely mean, McCaffrey. I think it's the, first, AJ Brown. it's the first time we're seeing McCaffrey in the playoffs, which is crazy. Well, no, he actually hit there in the playoffs his rookie year. Oh, but he didn't, like, play at that point, did he? He did. He had, like, a like 100-something yards, like, total with, like, a touchdown. Interesting. It was when they played the Saints, but they lost. And, like, it was, like, a one-game, like, wild card appearance. Who was their quarterback then? Still Cam? Cam, yeah. No. That was, like, Cam... 2017, they went like 11 and 5, and like the next year they sucked, and then the year after that. Wow, that's crazy. That that didn't even exist in my head. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm kind of in a similar vein. My uh, my wild card pick here was a similar team. Welcome back. I think Brandon Ayuk. Oh, that would be awesome. I think Brandon Ayuk becomes a household name this playoffs. I think he. He's I mean, good. He was he's, their leading receiver good. all year. 
Uh, Purdy loves Kittle a lot, but I think Brandon Ayuk, obviously, if they're going to make a run to the Super Bowl, a wide receiver is going to have to step up. I think Debo is obviously the household name. But welcome back is what a lot of people will be saying after Brandon Ayuk has a huge playoffs. And my guy, you know, you like him too. Throughout the Chargers postseason dominance this year is going to be Josh Palmer. I think he's going to be a huge pickup for the Chargers. I think he's going to be dominating in these playoffs because, I mean, I have to justify the Chargers making it far somehow. So because Josh Palmer stepped up. What about Keenan Allen? Oh, well, Keenan Allen's already amazing. That's true. Uh, you're talking about like new guys. Well, yeah, guys, a, a guy who's gonna step up and less so be a game changer. Yeah, that's kind of where my thought process was there. I mean, Keenan Allen's already goaded; he's gonna have a huge postseason as well. Right. I, I'm worried about Mike Williams. I don't think he's gonna be healthy. <laughs> I think. Well, is he even playing this week? I don't know. That's so sad. Brandon State was an idiot. Like the the game last week that like he started all those guys and didn't have any like possible changes in playoffs right no he's an idiot so closing the podcast with shitting on brandon staley as things uh rightfully deserve so yeah uh the football fiends will be back uh to recap all of the divisional or the super wild card round uh we'll talk through it with our quarterback rankings and whatnot so that'll be a week from now um until then you can follow us on at who fiends pod on twitter instagram and tiktok for everything that we'll be dropping uh really excited Uh, to get into the playoffs. So we will see you guys in a week to recap it all. Have a good one.